invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. it Yo, episode 226. Caesar with the Basque flag representing for Osasuna. Yeah, that's why that tie was for the people. I can respect that tie. Duzinci Vinci says, let's go, baby. Yeah, Caesar repping for Osasuna, which is a Basque club. I'm going to start saying it in, in Basque now. Damn, dog. If you learn numbers in Basque, I don't even know if they have numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? As an ambassador of the Basque people out of Long Beach, California, I'm not going to let you say defamatory statements on my people like this saying we don't have numbers. We have numbers, okay? And we have hoods. Keep talking. Okay, I mean, I don't know. It's a it's a basically dead language. Although I did watch a movie in the Basque language that was pretty good, horror comedy movie. Yeah, but although there is a community center in Idaho where they all hang out and play dominoes and they speak in Basque over there, it's really adorable. Uh, I don't know if they're speaking in Basque. They do. Like, they show that they show they teach kids Basque over there too to keep the culture rich. Okay, yeah, because I, I don't know if they're that. actually speaking in. Basque. Well, they practice by speaking there. Are you there okay. to know? Yeah, but are you there to know? You didn't pull up, did you? There's 57,000 of us here in America, and we're going to go hard. Let's go, baby. 57K is a good number. Caesar on that Google heavy. See how many's in uh, Argentina? I'm not um, looking at it. My, my, that's what I'm crashing my computer. Okay. Well, episode 226, that was a great episode. See you guys later. Just joking. Um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, we're going to try to make it fast because uh, Caesar's glum, and he's uh, looking for a reason to get out of <laughs> hanging out with me on Friday. I just looked up numbers and Basque looks nuts. <laughs> is, there, is there X's? Number one is bat. Two B. Three Hiru. Hiru. Three four Lao. What is this African? <laughs> Caesar, they don't know where that language came from. It is this is weird. And every like numbers twenty. You appreciate this because you, you like linguistic shit. Twenty through thirty nine all start with. Hogeta, and then the number after Hogeta Zezapi, Hogeta Zorzi. Okay, well, first of all, Caesar, what I'm gonna need you to not do is like don't pronounce it with your little Portuguese uh, accent. Can you not do that? Hogeta, Hogeta Hambi. I, um, how do you not do it? What, 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 do I do it like an American? Hogeta Hambi. No, well, well, I think also um, a lot of languages do that, but also. Um, yeah, Basque language is like not related to any language in the world. I feel like if I'm not mistaken, you know, no, 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 that's not Basque. I think like this language is crazy. And I think like dialects too. I think like Berber and Welsh are like randomly kind of related. Is Berber um, real? Like real, real language? I mean, yeah, there's real people, the Berbers. Yeah. <laughs> why, is it, why is it? Why is it pronounced like that? You're racist. Um, but also, there's there's ordinal Basque and there's cardinal Basque. So they even got their own two damn dialects, too. Well, one of them probably came later. Like, uh, yeah, well, one's like barely anything. So that, that's a real ancient one. It only goes up to number 10. <laughs> one of them probably it probably got more formalized once they became Catholic. Catholic yeah, and that, that's why it's probably called cardinal. Yeah, exactly. That one's anyway, really long. But go ahead. Anyway, you know how we do on Believe Our Podcast, Tangent Central. Um. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about a little bit about La Liga. We're going to talk about Josh Kav- I'm, I'm assuming it's Kavala. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Manchester United and something that I've been seeing recently around Manchester United narrative. 
Well, not the narrative necessarily, but um, just like the pundits talking about Menu, I got some smoke. And um, Carly Lloyd uh, retiring, which is a big deal. We're going to we're going to try to figure out if she's racist or not or why people think she's racist. Maybe Caesar, instead of looking up dead language numbers, he can look that up. Um, (laughs) But uh, episode 226. Hopefully y'all heard Caesar's bar last week. Um, you got to let me walk on the earth that God made first or something like that. Carly Lloyd. Hmm. Um, but let's get into it. Um, we had a couple games today that were not necessarily big matches, but, you know, they had some results attached to them. Barcelona the, did lose. Barcelona did lose to Rayo Vallecano. Um you know, the the, El, the 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 other El Clasico, the other uh, Barcelona versus a Madrid team. Uh, <laughs> they lost 1-0. Nice little goal from Falcao. A, missed pen- a saved penalty by uh, Memphis Depay and a lot of mischan- missed chances by Barcelona. Um, as of right now, the news is that Ronald Koeman has been sacked. Um, okay here here's a question caesar actually forget about the the game and uh whatever is there is there any reason why i could nickname him coonman is has he done any coonish behavior yeah can you tell me so i can start calling him coonman he drives a bentley come on dog really that's it he drives a Bentley truck. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a truck. Caesar, stop it. Stop it. See what you He has a Bentley truck, too. Go look it up. Okay. <laughs> he really does. Um, Caesar's so black, I hate you. <laughs> it's too, I just, you guys hear uh, that sentence, how aggressive <laughs> that is? Caesar, Caesar you're so black, I hate you. Caesar, <laughs> you're a habitual sauce adder. I think what you're saying is bo- uh, you're, he's so basque, I hate you, is what you really meant to say. <laughs> you're a habitual sauce adder. The way you added the sauce without even thinking about it, that's too black for me. Um, yeah, mm. Barcelona just tweeted right now. FC but, Bar- hey, real quick, real quick. <clears throat> you answered me, asked me a question, you just segued out of here. Okay. Um, I'm allowed to talk on the show too. Um, so it was, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if you remember his time at Everton where he basically just pulled up, blew up the spot and dipped with like one of the biggest contracts in Everton history. Um, uh, he got that quarterfinal finish or like, and uh, with Netherlands and he was like talking about how it wasn't his fault. And like, um, it, it was all, it was the way the game was running the way the game was the reason they lost. He's, a very interesting character. When he got this job, I knew he was gonna get fired. Like, yeah, of no, course. Like, no, like literally, all he did is sign like nine Dutch players and dip. Like, he like, literally, there's nothing to him. There's not proper scout. And you got some guys you like for a national team. We watch games every week, and we point out people they could have got probably on a low low. When I saw how much they paid for Falcon, I was dying of laughter. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, the man is literally damn near free. They're able to acquire him off a transfer. And, like, you're not even scouting for real. Like, what kind of players you need for a team? You got Kun Aguero, just because you can match last names with him. And you also got – and then you also get freaking De Jong that he literally gets booed in Viacano. They're booing him there. He has nothing to do with that team. <laughs> booing him everywhere. It's so funny. Okay, well, he's Ronald Koeman now. But he's, he has been fired. Uh, Barcelona did tweet um, uh, that FC Barcelona has relieved him of his duties. Um 
what duties though th- those were. I have no idea. But um, no one knows. Honestly, you're not the only one. You know, on 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 some level, like going into this season, I do have a little bit of like empathy for his position because it's going to be tough when you have so many injuries. Um, even Ansu Fati just got like injured again. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I meant to see if I had tweeted about this before, but um, a few weeks, I mean, I want to say even like a month ago, I was saying how um, like, it's not just that Barcelona is bad, but like, or no, I was talking about the defense. Like, it's not just like PK is bad. I'm like, I think also Busquets is bad now too. Like Busquets can't cover ground for real. Like, and I feel like you saw that with the goal that Falcao scored today. Busquets gets the ball taken, taken off of him and then they just go and score. Like what was anybody going to do with that team when you're going into the season without Ansu Fati? Without um, Osman Dembele, Coutinho's washed, Busquets washed, PK's washed. I think they're you, miserable there too. That's how it looks like they're having a horrible time. And and then and then the only per- like when they were playing good during the in the beginning of the season, it was Martin Braithwaite who was like making it crack, and then he gets hurt. It's like, dude, what what was he gonna do? Like, what do you, what can you do? You have no options. Yeah, um, um, yeah. Especially with uh, like it's really weird seeing how it's transpired with with him. Uh, he he like Busquets is like still good at passing because honestly, you can still pass a nice ball around at like 40, 50 years old. But when it comes to what happens, is is Barcelona is kind of a, a little bit of a speed team now. They're trying to get up the field. They're trying to move. And when things happen bad, he's not able to track back. He doesn't have the same midfield capabilities as players like Sanchez and other other mid, really good midfielders are able to recover, run fast. Even Casemiro will go back there and throw a missile tackle. Like, he can't do that. And it becomes a massive liability. The big issue with this team is that they try to, once again, as they've done since Neymar has been gone, try to put Band-Aids over leaks when they needed to be doing a restructure especially when Messi's gone. When Messi's gone, now is it everybody knows in every sport, every franchise, a ma- ma- major person leaves, it's time to rebuild. You need to restart. It's cute you have a bunch of damn middle schoolers playing for you. You need to admit that this is a time for restructure and rebuild. Maybe they're too broke to want to say that because they're afraid they're going to lose fans. But honestly, you might actually build build even stronger fan base from that. There's going to be you're going to see they're going to see people who are really dedicated to the build. It'll make it easier with the media pressure. When you do this, you make it actually harder for your team mentally and and and, and financially because there's expectations of your team where there should be. I'm watching this season and Bam's watching it with really low expectations. We just wanted to see what it was, but we're smart enough to see that. The mess, the majority of people don't see that, and that's why you're going to have people getting fired, and that stunts development of those youth and other players that are on the team already, too. Yeah, honestly, like, I agree totally. And, you know, some of this is just on some level as a not, – not like Kuman or, the, or, like, the president or whoever. Like, just as a foundation, FC Barcelona dug themselves a bit of a hole with – the person that is Lionel Messi. Like, 
Yeah, we've like obviously like you had glory years with Messi, mm-hmm. but the past you know five seasons they haven't been able to get it done. But they're in such a situation. It's like you 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 can't let you can't get like you can't transfer Messi out. Like the only option they had was to let the contract run out. Yeah. Like you can't like last season, you can't say like, okay, we're looking for somebody to buy out this contract. I'm trying not to say sell. (laughs) Like, like you can't, you know, look for a transfer fee for, for Messi because as a foundation, you look terrible trying to get money for this player, you know, a year before his contract or two years before this contract, because the narrative is going to be like, well, he could have won the league next season. He could have like won Champions League next season because it's it's madness surrounding him. Yeah. So given that going into this season, it's like, yeah, the you they could have gotten you know over a hundred million for Messi, but you know the, you're you're stuck. So now you got to have players taking their uh, wage bill down and taking pay cuts. And then you can't bring in any midfielders. I mean, you're selling them a dream. Like you're selling them something that's not real. They're taking wage cuts because why? They think that there's going to be a better chance of them winning and building something around them when you know you can't do that. So you actually like, honestly, you're you're effing over those players. That's not cool either. Like, yeah, whatever. I'm not some mad Barcelona, but I care about players. I care about people. Like people like uh, uh, PK taking a salary equivalent to like, uh, um, uh, players like Gavi or whatever, the new players, that's insane to me because why does he have to do what warrants that? Of course, he has the free will and decision to do that. But I know you didn't say, hey, can you take this massive pay cut so we can just spend a year rebuilding? No, you probably told him that we you know we want to be able to to, to share up Fati and some other players and be able to bring someone in. We're going to need you to take a pay cut to be able to make that happen. And he's like, sure, you know, I want to win. Like, yeah. Well, I think that, I mean, that could be the case, but I, I like – it just really sucks. What is Ronald Koeman going to do? Because really the best thing that he could have done is bench PK. Like, I mean, honestly, I mean, like, but, and, but, and like, honestly, yeah. Like, but there was he, literally he, nothing else. He can't do that. No, you he can't, can't. Like the last two people, like the last three people there that are like Barca is PK, Busquets, and Jordi Alba. Jordi yeah. Alba is still good. But yeah, Busquets so and PK are like they're not there anymore. But like they, you, they're fine rotationally. Like yeah, you yeah. want a rotation to still have them. But let's say you have like a Kongdobia or whatever starting regularly, and you want to rotate Busquets in. That's fine. Like yeah, he can do that. But counting on Busquets Saturday and then Wednesday, you're nuts, no. dog. There's no way. Like we just played. No way. Yeah, like his he's washed and like, but Kuman doesn't have the power to bench him. So, like, you know, foundationally, like, on some level, and we've talked about this before, like, when you let players be kind of, like, bigger than the club or bigger than the managers, like, what are you going to do? I think that was also Luis Enrique's problem. Like, he was kind of like, you know, there's things I want to do. I can't do what I want. You know, like, this guy mm-hmm. runs the team when Messi's there. Like, it's whatever he wants to do. And, like, even when we saw with uh, Luis Suarez, like, it was like such a big deal to get Luis Suarez out of there. Like, oh my God, like Kuman is terrible. It was like, dude, he hasn't contributed to this team in two seasons, dude. Like, so what, like, I, I can't, like, I don't really blame Kuman. Like, I don't know what any coach would do there. Um, but I did see Conrad De La Fuente did say, hmm. um, 
that the Marseille uh, trainings are more intense than Barcelona trainings. But when I read that, I was like, well, yeah, the training there ain't going to be that crazy because Messi ain't trying to do nothing at practice. (laughs) You think you're going to have Messi and Luis Suarez running around doing stuff? Of course not. (laughs) Yeah, no no way. I don't know. He got fired. I don't really think it's fault. I, I don't really think it's his fault. You know what's going on right now? Barcelona is a is a decent team if you have Osman Dembele and Fati and Depay and like Braithwaite coming off the bench and yeah, you know like some some other stuff going on there like Frankie De Jong and I don't know who the other other midfielders are but um it, it, didn't they sign some right back? Um. Uh, uh... No, but they have that right winger, Demir, whatever. Demir. Oh, oh, Serginho Dest is who I'm thinking about. Serginho Dest is there. Like, they have the Demir kid who's walking he, 11 jersey. I'm like, damn, he must, be, he must be that guy. Watch him play. You're not that guy. Like, like you know, if you have Dest at right back, you have Sergio Roberto in the midfield. Dog, they like, played Dest at right wing last weekend. It's just they're down crazy right now. They're down crazy. And I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, what is this? Yedlin? What is this? USA national team playing Yedlin up there? You guys are insane. This is this is Barcelona. Like, and, what are we doing? And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, dog, you can't blame Kuhnman for that, dude. No, like, honestly, you can't. Because he had to look at the lineup and go, hey, Dest, it's time to shine. <laughs> and you went up there, started airballing with his left foot. And I'm like, damn, dog, you're he's good with dribbling in the back area to make space. Like when he's in that back area, he's fine. Like he puts some moves on because you put moves yeah. on a winger. Like you're gonna juke out a winger all day. Like, but when you get up to the up up part and like we need you to take a shot, that's when he's looking bad. That's when Bam starts firing off messages saying he's whack and got nothing. He's weak. I'm like, well, yeah, Bam's watching you shoot. You can't shoot for real. Bam's going to start dogging you if you can't shoot at the ball. Well, also, he's a right back. Like, it's like, dog, you're he's not a winger. Su- he's su- he's like such a right back. Like, like, literally. That man is every bit a right back. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So I think I'm going to name the episode, Is It His Fault? With a picture of Kuhnman. <laughs> With like raccoon ears? No, I'm joking. Yeah, with uh, like uh, with like uh, like a, a police lineup. <laughs> uh, but anyway, another match. Uh, Caesar, look, I'm getting tired of your team here, Real Madrid. Uh, these draws. Come on, man. Hey, man. Whoa. What do you mean these draws? Hey, hey man. Whoa, whoa. Like draws in the drawer. Um, oh, you know it's funny. I'm always excited to go tweet like LMAO Barcelona stuff or whatever. But then I'm like, here comes Real Madrid to play Osasuna, and I'm like, I'm like, mm, let me just hold back. I know they're about to, I know they're about to draw. They whenever there's a team that's like, out, uh, it's an away game at a team they play that's like mid tier, they're gonna definitely draw. Like these dudes just cannot do it. <laughs> it's really annoying because I'm like, y'all are playing really good. Just score. they were playing good that game. They were like making. They must have had like 34 shots. It's just like. The goalie was, they were like, the goalie looked like a god out there. It's not fair. I'm literally like, can you just score, please? Dude? The, the worst one is that beautiful Mar- chubby Marcelo pass, which I'm, I love Chubby Marcelo. I'm down for Chubby Marcelo. He's out here real, real, real thickly out there. He does this nice pass to Vinicius, but he does a really good shot and the goalie gets him. Like, come on, it's just not fair. Literally. And, and Barcelona's making nothing happen. At least Real Madrid is really trying. <laughs> 
they had 17 shots, three on target. Oh um, my god. Osasuna had Osasuna had no shots on target. Yeah, Osasuna was definitely not crossing. Millie Tow and Al- David Alba are playing phenomenal defense. Like they're playing so good. And man, I watched one play. This dude, Ferlin, Mendy, run down the field with Vinicius. They were both running full speed. I'm like, Jesus Christ. They're both so fast. <laughs> and Ferlin had the ball, too. I'm like, God damn, dog. He's really fast and powerful. Yeah, like, oh. he's definitely, he's definitely, oh, pause. He's definitely, um, uh, like healthy now, which is good. Yeah. I just want to say that, well, definitely Osasuna parked the bus and like hard you know, it happens I like mean, that. <laughs> But um, I do want to say um, like five center backs in <laughs> I there was like maybe like three. I didn't watch the game like all the all mm. the way. Like I watched most of it. I watch halftime on. What do you after halftime? I OK, gotcha, gotcha. There were some times when Millie Tao like received the ball. And like touch was immaculate. Like immaculate. I'm like, this dude is like literally his foot is so soft now. Like I can give him true, a lot of training right there. Yeah, like I give him a lot of credit for training because it's like dog, like you know that's something that he worked on a lot. Mm-hmm. And like you can tell because there's some like you know, it's it's hard, it, it's hard passes. Like they're coming mm-hmm. from up high and he's just like putting it down really easy. He looks yeah. way more confident on the ball, like it, within the past like two seasons we used to be like so scared of him and now he like looks so shaky out there like as yeah, if like he had like heavy he had like lead feet honestly he used to be a ball clearer mm-hmm. but now he's like literally a legit footballer yeah it's crazy like he's combining that with his already really really athletic uh frame with speed and 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 uh jumping ability and like now you have like that foot like dog you're becoming like a better version of ron already it's really impressive to see yeah like, he's no. almost like a ron 2.0 for us like the same oh, kind yeah. of build and everything yeah for sure like i mean and he came in as a right back which is crazy <laughs> yeah no his uh his ability is like up there now for sure yeah he's talented um well yeah uh but they still drew the match um right now the table at in la liga is hilarious real madrid <laughs> is top of the table it's top four is Real Madrid, Sevilla, Real Betis, and Real Sociedad. And they're all on 21 points. Didn't Atletico lose? They lost, right? Um, Atleti, I think they drew. Against they somebody. draw, because I was watching the game on the weekend. I fell asleep, but I remember they were losing when I watched. I think they drew Real Sociedad, if I'm not mistaken. They, no, Sociedad won. Okay, I can't remember, but um, Real Sociedad is fourth. Oh. Ryan, Ryan Vallecano is fifth. Osasuna is sixth. Athleti is seventh. Athletic Club de Bilbao is eighth. And Barcelona is a lowly ninth <laughs> with 15 points. Um, oh, it was. You, they tied. It was It was 2-2. Yeah, I think Luis Suarez. Because they were, winning, they were winning like 2-0. It was like 2-1. I was like, oh, thank God they're going to lose. And I was like, wait, it's 2-0. Athleti always comes back on 2-0. And then they tied. It's <laughs> and so Luis annoying. Suarez scored both goals, too. No. Um, so yeah, Barcelona is down bad right now, and the top four teams are 21 points, mm. and that's hilarious. Um, if I'm not mistaken, is that all the three um royal teams? Who is Real Betis, Real Madrid, Real Sociedad? Is there a in division one? one? Yeah, because you don't have Zar Gazova, whatever. What they're about in division two? Via Dalit, are they in the top? Are they still? Yeah, in the, they're in, they're in, they're in first division. Yeah, Valladolid. aren't they Real Via, Via Dolid or no? I thought they just called Via Dolid. I didn't know they called Real. 
don't know. This is really dumb right now. But this is a very dumb conversation. Hey, man, is it Real Mallorca? No. Are you sure? Yeah, I think it is. No, they're just called Valladolid, not Real Valladolid. Oh, well, actually, technically, in on Google they're called Valladolid, but in on the Spanish like uh, website they're called Real Valladolid. Oh, damn, that's fancy. Don't sleep. Um, and they're called Real Mallorca too. You, the only reason I know is because they have the crown at the top. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. They're they're Real Mallorca. Wait, Valladolid is not in the first division right now. Yeah, they um, are. Are they? No. No, they're in. They second. got relegated. Yeah, I guess they did. Damn, free the homies though. That's that's Ronaldo's team. Is it? Is is that is Cadiz also? Cadiz is in first division, though. They just played. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, are they also Real? I hope not. Let's continue, please. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to keep... You're stalling the damn show. Come on. Hey, man, come on now. Okay, anyway, let's let's move on, though. Um, there was some pretty big news that came out recently. Um, I think, I think he is the only top flight player to come out uh, as... Uh, came out as... Top flight what? What do you mean? What do you mean top flight? Because the, well, uh, the there Colin, was an MLS player. Because Colin Martin player. plays for like San Diego Loyal or something. Well, like he, that but he was playing for a, a he US was, team. But no, like right now. And uh, yeah, and they had that Minnesota player too, right? That's Colin Martin. But what about there was another one, Robbie Rogers too for LA Galaxy. <laughs> that was years ago. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's a. I'm saying it's. Oh, you no. mean as of right now? Yeah, who's right currently now. Right active now. And, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you meant like. The first player top five. No, like, really? No. I thought those a few. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, Josh Cavallo, he uh, came out recently. Um, Australian. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, came out recently. Plays for uh, Adelaide United. Um, it's a good team. Are they? Um, yeah. He's twenty. He's 21 years old, and he came out recently. Um, he said, I'm a, fo- I'm a footballer and I'm gay. All I want to do is play football and be treated equally. I'm tired of trying to perform at the best of your ability and live this double life. It's exhausting. Um, um, he said he's earned more respect since coming out. Um, he said, I've been fighting my sexuality for over six years now, and I'm glad I can put that to rest. Uh, for the people that know me personally, you'll know I'm a private person growing up. I always felt the need to hide myself because I was ashamed. Um, he said, being a, a gay closeted footballer, I've had to learn to mask my feelings in order to fit the mold of a professional footballer. Um, and there was a lot more that he said. Um, there was a few uh, players and teams that came out showing support. Gerard Piquet came out so, uh, showing support. Varane did. Also Zlatan. Um, we had a, a few teams. to mention a few. Uh, Athletic Bilbao. want to mention Arsenal. them because want to mention them because he's just rocking the flag. Uh, Liverpool, Juventus, he said Arsenal. Yeah, so um, that's cool. Like, obviously, we've seen a few players come out. Colin Martin came out, MLS. Um, and, and I'll never forget Paul Pogba had said we, – we talked about this one of our early episodes. Paul Pogba um, saying that um, if a player was to come out, he would be treated with respect in the locker room. And then we went into a whole discussion about, like, where would be the worst uh, country in Europe to come out. Um, we excluded Russia and then we talked about other places, but, um, yeah. And Ukraine. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's cool. He came out, and uh, hopefully his career keeps going up and up. You know what I'm saying? He can end up yeah. winning one of these top, um, top teams. Yeah, I hope he has a long, successful career um, to also inspire others who are also thinking about coming out or um, want to be more open, to feel comfortable, and it won't be a space where all of a sudden they get vilified or moved down or look differently. And I hope they can come out and still be continued to be respected as the players they are um, and the people they are, of course. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, Griezmann, I'm hoping to see – I was looking to see if any African players uh, came out to support him. The closest I got was uh, Rio Ferdinand. A retired player, but I was like, "Where, where where's Sadio Mane, dude?" They, do they ask Sadio Mane for any quotes ever? <laughs> I've never heard a Sadio Mane quote in my life. He's been traumatized ever ever since he missed that penalty, dog. <laughs> he kind of balled out. Like, he balled out on the weekend, though. I can't, I can't forget that image of him being carried after he missed that penalty. I mean, I would. He he needed that. Yeah, I think he's going through a lot mentally. <laughs> like still from that, like that was. It looked like he really found out he had breast cancer or something <laughs> that happened. I was like, oh my god, please Caesar, help him. Please Caesar, help this man. Caesar, I Give said him it. Weed or something. I said it looked like. He, it looked like he had to like there was like a baby's head in the ground. He had to like kick it, and then he was like, "That's how bad he was like crying so hard." <laughs> Oh my God. If you kick it, you'll be able to you'll be able to uh, uh, like free people or something like that. Like there will never be cancer again if you kick this baby's head on the ground. He was like, OK, I guess. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I mean, he didn't kick it out. He would have probably went a little gentle. <laughs> um, but yeah, but uh, congratulations to Josh Caballo and uh, hopefully it goes well for him. I don't know like what his ambitions are as a player. Obviously, yeah. I've never seen him play, but you know, it'd be. Yeah, dope. I'm sure he just wants to be at the top of his, you know, A league top player. You know, which is which is something well, itself. They get pretty, they heard they get paid pretty good down there. No, I'm saying, uh, you know, maybe he wants to go to Europe or something like that. Oh and, yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. And, and and no, that'd be dope to see him in a European league. Yeah, uh, I don't know where he's originally from or anything. I didn't really know his background. He's from Australia. He's Australia. Oh, so he's like from there. Yeah, yeah. he might just be trying to get it cracking. All right. Yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, it was it was cool that you had a lot of teams come out and support him. Yeah. Um, and a lot of players, including Zlatan. Obviously, people have this perception of Zlatan. Um, so I thought that was really cool that he um and yeah. he and he also tweeted a rain uh the rainbow emoji. Um that's cute. Yeah, but um, you know, I'm waiting on the African. I'm sorry. Is Raheem Sterling gonna say? Does Zlatan kind of count? <laughs> no. What about Raheem Sterling? Let's see if Raheem Sterling said anything. Cause you know, you know them Jamaicans, dog. You know them Jamaicans. I think Lacazette said something. Oh, really? I think so. Nah, damn, Raheem. Four days ago. Okay, I mean, this is just <laughs> on Twitter. He's 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 going through a lot right now too. Come on now. Who? Raheem. He's tired of playing over there, man. So he hates it. Okay, well, I'm going I'm to look at Man's, his Instagram. Man's City. I'm going to look at his Instagram real fast. All right, dog. Caesar? Caesar? We're already at 40 minutes. Okay, there's some stories here. Um, nope. Um, <laughs> the, the, not, that wasn't the intention of this whole segment. It's to show love to him, not research which African player said something about this or not. I'm sorry, dude. Look, I'm trying to change the world. 
Um, okay, this is really fast. Um, obviously, Manchester United is down bad right now. Very. Um, they haven't won in the league in over a month. And during that time, they've lost to Aston Villa, Leicester, and Liverpool. And then they only drew Everton. Oh, my. Um, they lost 5-0 to Liverpool over the weekend. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about them. But I'm reading and listening to all these people talk about Man U, and there's so much, like, speculation. And, you know, I guess uh, Alex Alex Ferguson came to practice, and they're like, oh, that's so bad. Or, no, it's fine. And and I'm just like, none of you people are ever saying that they should change the formation. Like, how come we made a podcast as the only one saying they should go to a 4-3-3? Y'all can't even talk about the actual football. You're just like, oh, Pogba's body language and Ronaldo's body language and they just don't like Solskjaer anymore. I'm like, but what about the formation? Aren't you guys talking about football? I just think it's really weird that all they seem to, like, think about it. If you have plenty of players on a roster, what would be the number one thing to change then? It's not that they need more pieces. They need to change the formation because obviously in the games, they're not able to score. They're not able to play well. They're giving up goals. Formation needs to be changed because you have plenty of talent. Yeah, you got plenty of players. Yeah, it's not they're that. They're talking so. about, i seen somebody, oh, they need a midfielder. I'm like, dude, you got a billion midfielders. They're all no, good. No, you don't. No, no. You need to get rid of a midfielder before you get a new one. Like, you literally have, you're able to rotate McTominay and Pogba. Like, you're so blessed. Are you kidding me? I'm, like, that's phenomenal. People wish they had those two guys in general. I'm like, dog, like, all those midfielders are good. Like, I don't care. Yeah. What, like, like, whatever level, like, they're all fine. Yeah, they 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 are able, they're they're good enough for it to work out. They have two star ones and other two good role players. They're fine. Yes, Fred is not a star, but he's fine playing he's next good. to Pogba. He's speedy. He's good. He can pass the ball and he's aggressive. Great. That's all you need. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm listening to all these ESPN FC clips. I read this whole article uh, on the Guardian talking about Man U and all this other stuff and the midfielder, and I'm like, none of y'all are saying that. Change this damn dumbass formation. Like, dude. And, and and it just kind of shows me that they have like no like either these people are just suck at being football pundits, or they have like no expectation of EPL teams to actually play good football. Cause I'm like, wouldn't you think like, okay, if it's not working in this four, two, three, one garbage, like, why don't they play a four, three, three? You got a center forward, you got wingers, and you got good midfielders. Yeah. Weirdos. It just doesn't make sense to me at all. I really wonder, like, um, does Ole really have to kind of take the L for this when it's like, I understand, like, I don't think he's the world's greatest coach or anything, but he's a player, former player. People like him. All players have really kind of sweet comments about him. It's not like they're lacking in talent. It's just about them being put in the wrong position. Now, do I want to hold him accountable if he's not able to put people in the right formation? Yes. If he's the one thing and this is the formation that they're going to stick with, then he needs to go because he's not, he's, he doesn't have that vision. Like there's coaches out there, smart, yeah, intelligence. There's coaches out there who aren't uh, tied to a formation. They try to make the best of what they have, such as in the past Real Madrid. They've had, they've had that swap between four, four twos and four, three threes and weird stuff and the four, two, three, one. You have to do it sometimes. You have to figure out what's the best way to move forward. When you watch my new play, it's like they're, 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 it's a, it's a discombobulated mess up top. And they're just praying that they can make something happen with the 45 people running around up there. If you have a proper formation, you give people space to create opportunities for each other. 
And a 4-3-3 would be the best opportunity to do that. Literally, like, if you're a coach and you're tied to a 4-2-3-1, you need to – I'm not going to say anything crazy, but, like, like, please don't, dude. Like, just don't do this Please don't is your best luck. Like, stop it. <laughs> like, you can't be tied to that. I remember seeing something where um, they were saying that Laporta was telling Ronald Koeman, like, you got to run a 4-3-3. Like he told him that. And and I don't know if it's true, but I could see that. You know, it's Barcelona. Look, we're not playing no damn weird ass three in the back. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're playing a four three three, dude. Figure it out. Win, lose, or draw, we're playing a four three three. Cool. Um What was the other one? What was the Chelsea coach? The one that Conte was- is a three a three five two. Yeah. When like, Conte left, they're like, no, we're switching to five back now. Like we're gonna run two bit, two, three, three center backs in the back and two fullbacks. We're gonna run three in the back, two in the back and yeah. two fullbacks. Like we're getting rid of this three fullback mess and fifteen people in the midfield. The, the, there's no need to be tied to some of these formations. I think that 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 to me feels like it limit limits you as a coach. To be honest, yeah. For if sure. you have a playing style you want to keep, fine. Like tiki taka, whatever, fine. But if you keeping a formation as your base. That's strange to me. Like, that's like, just really strange. Like, I just feel like if you have a good team, like you run a 4-3-3, and then if something doesn't work out, then you change it, like maybe within the match. But you have a good team, run a 4-3-3, give your midfielders a chance to make space mm-hmm. and, like, show their talent and not do some 4-2-3-1 where you're having, like, Pogba, McTominay, Fernandez, Greenwood, for uh, Rashford, and Ronaldo, dude. Like, 144 I, like, people up top just like, running dude, around. Like, I would hate to be a, a good player in that formation. It's like annoying. Like, and, and also, you don't know like, when you're going to get the ball. You know how it is because if you're in a proper formation like 43, you know in what spaces you're going to get the ball based on what you do. And also, like Ronaldo's a left winger, they're like forcing him in the middle because of whatever. And it's like, dog, just play him where he's supposed to play, dude. Like, you, what are we trying to act like he can't do the things he used to do before? We see it whenever he gets on that left wing, he makes somebody up. Put in a cross or put in a shot. And if he doesn't, he resets. I'm fine with that. Not everybody's going to get dismantled. It's per fine. Like, it's not like he's over there like Jack Grealish, just back past Jack. At least he's not running up and down, down down to the baseline and passing it parallel. Like, at least... Ronaldo's at least trying to go for it. He's fucking stupid, dude. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so annoying. Anyway, um, one of the legends of the game, one of the uh, players, I don't know if they found out if she's black yet, but I'm on the case. Carly Lloyd, uh, women's national, U.S. women's Wait, national team. <laughs> women's, uh, U.S. women's national team legend, uh, 39 years old. She made her 316th appearance last night for the United States. Um, I think she had, I want to say, 134 goals. Um, Yeah, 134 goals since making her debut in 2005. Um, She retired last night from the women's national team in a match against South Korea. Um, USA won 6-0. Jeez. Uh, Megan Rapino with an assist and a goal. Um, yeah, and you know, obviously she's being celebrated and rightfully so. But Caesar, is she racist? Because I'm trying to know. Like Black Twitter yes. saying she's um, racist. She was an anti kneeler. Okay. Um, and uh, there's like a lot of images that went around of like literally refs and stuff kneeling next to her in a game, and she's just standing there with her hands on her waist. Um, uh, you know. 
I'm sorry. Uh, I just don't really rock with that. So she wants to stand up, you know, maybe uh, I hope she has some chronic knee issue. And that's why she couldn't kneel. That better be the reason. But from what I'm seeing, all and, and all the people that defend her are the kind of people I hate. So it's it kind of rock. It tells me what kind of team she is. Like some of the comments were like, well, it's because she's not like some feminazi or whatever, and that kind of stuff. So um, call her Lloyd. I'll say it again. Me and Bam actually watched her game against Japan live together. Um, and Santa Ana, phenomenal player. Uh, uh, yeah, my memory, right? Um, look at this. I'm, I'm eating fruits again. Anyway, so <laughs> um, f- phenomenal player. Like, literally, like, there's no American player on a rush that has the kind of talent that she had on the field, especially in her prime. Um, dribbling and those those shot ability, a true, true ability of a 10. And I think one of the greatest stories she said is that she talked about how you know, 10 years before she was in her garage crying um, when she got let off the World Cup team. She thought it was over. She It didn't work out for her. I think it was 2008 or 2012, one of those World Cups or something like that. She got left off. She was in the garage crying. She couldn't believe, like, everything was falling apart. And then she just kept working hard and came back and became the uh, uh, scoring again and became the star of the team. And everybody started calling her GOAT again. And she said, I just remembered, like, where I was before where I am now and how – I can't really let other people's perceptions impact my game. So I thought that was a really good quote to anybody who's even down there for any multitude of reasons for a mental health or stress or whatever's going on in their lives, that everything is temporary. And if you, you know, sometimes if you just work hard or keep pushing, you can get yourself out of a rut. And she's a great example of that and a phenomenal player at that. Um, her kneeling the hell out of here with that. I'm glad she's gone. But other than that, I'm glad, you know, she's, a, she's a retired Glad she's retiring on a good note too. And what is it? Three hundred and like eighty-six caps or something? Three hundred sixteen. Oh my god! <laughs> um, that's more appearances than some players have on the regular team. Seriously, um, yeah. I just know that I would see a lot of like uh, some of the black soccer Twitter people calling her racist or just kind of like talking about her being kind of like not for the cause. Yeah, she's not. Uh, she's not for the cause at all. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I feel like cause, dog. I, 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 feel I told like... you enough. You don't have to. You don't have to do it. It's it's over. It's okay, okay. Cause. I'll just rock whatever you say. Yeah, yeah. Just don't. Okay. <laughs> I, I wouldn't steer you. Why would I want to? Why would I lose? Why would I lose one of ours like this? You know, I ain't trying to do that. You know, that's 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 one of the people's. I'm not trying to do that. But well, I, I'll say I got I got to call out a Zaha when I see one. You know, I'll say this much. Even if she is uh, against the cause, it doesn't make her any less black. Because there are a lot of black people that are against the cause. No, 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 no. She's no matter what, she's a, a black woman. And yes, that's, that's a beautiful thing. And the most probably one of the greatest black female athletes in American history at soccer Facts. for sure. But sold out. That's it, though. Yeah. You know, your 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 political or or racist stance don't take away of who you are and and who where you're from and your culture yeah. and heritage that can never be taken away because you are who you are yeah but we see that nose we see it i'm yeah. sorry now lloyd kind of i mean you know lloyd kind of a black last name too anyway so yeah you know so it is what it is and uh yeah congratulations on a wonderful career Caesar, if you look at my picture card, I'm like, no, you're kind of black, dude. Come on, yo. <laughs> Blacker than me, honestly. Like, yo, you look black, dude. That's one of those one of them right there. 
She looked bl- okay, Caesar. I'm gonna have to keep it. A- she looked blacker than Kristen Press. She do. That's actually a big fact. Yeah, dog. The biggest one for me is her her uh, picture of her on the team and her hair straightened. I'm like, come on now. Like I know. Like I Caesar, know, dog. Like I know. Like that one with her. She's in a white jersey. I'm like, come on, dog. Caesar, <laughs> wallahi, dog. Like Kristen Press and Carly Lloyd look exactly Kristen- the same. Chris and Press surprised me. She surprised me too. Call Caesar, it I was like, oh, now what? I'm like, yeah, of course. Come on now. Caesar, I remember seeing something about Chris and Press a long time ago. And I was just like, okay, that's weird. Somebody made a mistake. And then like I seen it again. I'm like, what? Why would somebody make this mistake twice? So I'm like looking it up. I'm like, that's your dad? <laughs> I feel like you let me let me let me stop. Let me stop. Okay. Right. Anyway. Her mom's name is Pamela. I don't know, dog. Might who? Be. Who? Her mom's name is Pamela. Who? Carly Lloyd. Uh uh, not Auntie Pamela Pam. Lloyd. Pamela? Not Auntie Pam. Not Auntie Pam, dog. Dad's name is Steven's whatever, but Pamela? Auntie Pam? From they're from New Jersey too? New Jersey? Hmm. Come on, dude. You're playing games with me now. Now you're just playing games with me. People sometimes don't be knowing their heritage. Caesar, this is the last thing I'll say. Did you know? Okay, you know the okay you you you've seen the whole controversy with Bruce uh, with a uh, with um John Gruden, mm. and obviously he was sending emails to Bruce Allen, the owner of I mean the former coach of the Redskins, yes, or manager or whatever. Did you know that Bruce Allen has, his, like, he has roots in Tunisia, like. His like great grandma is from Tunisia. Bruce Allen? Yes. I think it's his great grandma. Like his his dad, who was like in the football hall of fame, there like his grandma is from is like a Jewish woman from Tunisia. What the hell? Yes. <laughs> yes. See, if that's possible, Carla for sure, for sure one of the peoples. You know, Carly. Why'd she, like- why she do that to us though? Why she couldn't be an ally? She, she kind of, we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of agueros out here, dog. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, episode two twenty six. We made a podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Um, ne- maybe next week we'll have Caesar start doing uh, the numbers in Basque. Yeah, that'd be fun to. I'm gonna watch a video and then pronounce it. I don't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> Well, you're not gonna sound like an idiot, damn dog. Jesus. Oh, I'm, I don't want to sound like culturally insensitive to like the language. Yeah. All right. Um, you know uh, the Bass region known for their apple cider. Um, I do love apple cider. <laughs> they made some Martinelli's over there. Or what? Damn. Oh my god! <laughs> you know I rock with some Martinelli. I'd be smiling when I see someone have Martinelli's at the crib. Ugh. I'd be like, damn, that's my kind of house. Y'all got extra? I'm about to get two cups. <laughs> so black. Extra ice? <laughs> we made a podcast holler. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary.